Hey, what's up, everybody? <clears throat> this is Dallas and Chili. I know it's been a long time since we've uh, posted anything on here about a movie or anything horror-related, but uh, I just I wanted to post this tonight because every once in a while in my life, something comes along that just sticks in my craw, okay? Now, one of the things that has stuck in my craw for years was um, the movie called The Trilogy of Terror. I never thought I'd see it again, ever. Till one day, I was in some video store somewhere, and I just happened to come across this thing on a VCR tape. I'm giving away my age here, but... Um, this was Karen Black, of all actresses. I mean, she was a really good actress. Um... And then another one was, um, oh, I can't think of the name of it. I have it on DVD now, but uh, um, I can't find the DVD. I got the case, but it's called The Island. Peter Benchley's The Island. I saw it in theaters. I saw a Trilogy of Terror on TV. This was the early 70s, so they had really neat, you know, primetime movies. But um, and then The Island. That was a made-for-TV movie, too, I think. Or no, was did I see that? I'm so old I can't even remember. And then there was another one called Miracle Mile. I did see that in the theaters, and I loved every minute of it. A lot of people have seen it, didn't like it, said it was too slow or whatever. It's about this guy who was supposed to meet this girl he just met like 12 hours before at a restaurant downtown L.A., um... And uh, uh, my wife just asked me a question. Um, Going to make a killer killer man out of you? Name of the Queen song that's in the movie Shaun of the Dead. They were in the bar scene in the Winchester, and I think it was Winchester when they yeah when they played the song on the jukebox I can't remember the name of that song either though um but anyway Miracle Mile about this kid this guy meets a girl falls in love says I'm gonna meet her for dinner well power goes out in his building he shows up four hours late and while he's at this restaurant waiting for this girl to show up this payphone starts ringing. Well, he picks it up, and this kid's on the other end of the line talking about how um, we've just launched our nuclear weapons, and we're supposed to get Russia's in about an hour and ten minutes or something like that. For some reason, that has stuck with me since I was a kid. Trilogy of Terror, um, The Island, Miracle Mile, and this one. That I'm looking at right now. I found it on Amazon Prime. For a year. I've been looking for this movie. I mean, I think the last time I saw it was 45 years ago. I was 11. To, to tell you how old I am. Um, and I've been looking for it ever since. But I've been looking. You know how you can see free movies and shit on uh, YouTube or whatever? Well, I found Look Who's Calling on there. And I thought, then this movie came across my head which is 
it's very rare I get a thought anymore. Um, any thoughts I get anymore could die of loneliness. Anyway, um, thought of this movie, and I thought for years it was called the Bermuda Triangle. And the only thing I can remember about it was this weird-ass-looking preacher who also happened to be... Um, Satan and it didn't even dawn on me Satan you know triangle whatever but it's called Satan's Triangle um you'll have to google that with Joe I don't remember um uh, um anyway it's got Doug McClure in it and this really weird ass creepy looking uh Spanish dude who plays a preacher but it turns out he's Satan, and it's really, really creeped out, freaky movie. Um, but in my mind, it's the only movie I've ever given 10 stars out of 10 stars. This one in the Peter Benchwood's The Island, Trilogy of Terror, and Miracle Mile are the only ones I've ever given 10 stars out of. Okay, now I don't like just horror movies. I like horror movies that are well done, and that well apparently stick with me for forty-five years. Um, and there is one more, but it stars uh, Linda Blair, where they own this horse ranch, and this their dad's supposed to be marrying this goes off to marry this younger girl or something and come to find out that this woman he married is a demon we've seen it remember that Shelly where uh, she falls off that horse and all kinds of this, but Linda finds out who she is or what she is you know so anyway um, it's just you know Sometimes karma is a bitch. Sometimes karma is a jewel. You know? Like. Karma is just karma. It's been picking me lots of Yeah, it's. It's good to catch up to me no matter what. Yeah, Shelly says karma catches up to you no matter what, you know? Well, there's good karma or bad karma. Karma's there. I think this is good karma, honestly, because, you know, uh,. How, I mean, just for 45 years I've been looking for this movie, and all of a sudden it just pops up on Amazon Prime. You know, and it's a good thing I was looking around for something to watch tonight, but um, Shelley horror movies, not so much. Me, I've seen, you know, more than. If I could ever... I probably forgot more about horror movies than most people ever know. Um, so I've seen so many of them. First one I ever saw, I snuck into, and that was The Exorcist in 1973. I was nine years old. So what does that tell you? And this movie came out in 1975. And I've been watching them ever since. And I will continue to watch them until they... Try this cold 
lifeless remote control out of my hand. It'll probably I'll probably die with the horror movie on the TV. And that's just how I am. But that's how these things stick with me. And I mean, I've seen a lot of good horror movies, a lot of bad horror movies. Now, there's quite a few out there that I haven't given mention to, I don't think. Dario Argento, Suspiria, the original. I've seen uh, the original Zombie in 1978, I think it was. Um, Halloween, and just there's so many. I think it'll probably take me the rest of my life of searching and looking at Amazon and to try to figure out and write down how many horror movies or the names of I've seen that I could possibly remember. And I might just try to do that one of these days. See what happens. But, oh yeah. We did, we, we watched one the other day called The Ninth. Uh, um, uh, it wasn't Ninth Visitor. It was about... Um, well, it's like... The Ninth Passenger is what it was called. And, um... What happened is... Meadow, come here. Come here. Come here. What happened was... Um, these guys all end up on this cruise boat that they just happened to take out on the water. Well, they happen to have this thief on board. And they just happen to, you know, end up on an island in the middle of the bay where they find this ancient laboratory or something or this lab where they're doing experiments on humans and it's it's so stupid it's it hardly it's hardly worth mentioning but it's sci-fi channel movie stupid which made me sit through it all you know i didn't think there was going to be any redemption anything worthwhile in this thing you know but eh, I gave it a shot. It ends even more stupid than the movie was. It doesn't tell you, explain nothing about how the, at the end of the movie, nothing. The ending, it leaves it, you ending even more stupid than, it's like, why did I watch this? It was a waste. Yeah. Of however long the stupid movie was. I could almost, we could honestly feel our brain cells leaking out of our nose while we were watching this thing. It was, it is the first movie I have ever given zero stars to. Or actually, I, negative four stars is what I gave it. It, it was seriously a waste of time. But I, if, I don't ever feel that way about a movie, but that was a total Yeah. Waste. I mean, there's movies that she likes that are scary. You know, she... she I mean, she maybe she likes a strong word, but she, she'll sit and watch it with me. You know, like, um, first time we ever, when she moved up to Washington to be with, to see me, um, we watched a movie called, uh, Evil Dead, and this is the remake, and it scared the holy living hell out of her, you know, but she's like, eh, it was, it was okay, and to get that much out of her in a horror, for a horror movie, that's a lot, and then when I moved down here to Utah, <coughs> We went and seen the first Conjuring when it came out. This is like 2013 or 14 or whatever. So, we go over to the movie theater. We're sitting there. It's like our first date, one of our first dates, whatever. And um, there's a scene where um, 
she falls, Elaine falls through the floor. That was her name, right? Elaine? Lorraine. Lorraine. Yeah, duh. Um, and I thought my wife was going to rip my arm off. I mean, I literally lost blood pressure in my hand. <laughs> she, she, we were holding hands. And um, I thought she was going to rip my arm off and beat me with it. Which I wouldn't have blamed her for because it was spooky. It's not so much now when you watch it, but, you know. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. One more movie that I will give 10 stars to. It seems like a lot of my movies I give 10 stars to are from the 70s. Um, no, I gave The Conjuring 9 stars. Um, it was a movie called When a Stranger Calls. Yeah. From the from the 70s yeah, that, that um, where that girl's babysitting that doctor's kids they go to this restaurant she's walking around the house going through the fridge don't bother the kids though because they're still asleep is what she was told they've been they've got over a cold or something right so she calls a friend or something right and then she gets this phone call and all she hears is or something like that, right? And this goes on for three or four more phone calls, right? And then she gets a phone call where she hears, have you checked the children? And like, I thought right then and there, I was going to shit my pants. Because that was probably one of the spookiest lines in movie history I've ever heard. And then uh, he does it a few more times. Have you checked the children? Still gives me the creeps. Um, to where she calls the police. Excuse me, I'm a babysitter. I'm here with two sick kids. And I keep getting this weird phone call. Well, if he calls again, and the cop's telling her, well, usually this is just like a one-off. But if he calls again, call us back, and we'll put a, start a trace. So he does it one more time, and he starts talking weird gibberish type shit, right? Um, so she hangs up, calls the cops, they start a trace. 15, 20 minutes go by, and it shows the guy running back and forth trying to find the trace. Finally, she gets a phone call. She picks up the phone and says, why don't you stop? Leave me alone. When you hear a cop's voice on the line go, the calls are coming from inside the house. Again, I think I was going to shit my pants. <laughs> I'm so glad so I this, saw that when I was a teenager because I babysat a lot. For the second time. Yeah, exactly. Shelly used to babysit a lot when she was that age, you know? And, um, and then she runs out of the house and there's a cop standing there and he's arrested and he gets out. He's, he breaks out a mental, a mental home and this is like 10, 11 years later or something like that. Oh, he'll never come back for her. How could he possibly know where she is, right? Well, guess who's married to a doctor? And you can only figure out, well, the ending, spoiler alert, is she comes home, her husband's already home, well, he dies, but she doesn't know this yet, okay? So, she's 
you know, walking around the house, getting ready for bed, whatever. Well, she goes to get in bed. Well, she goes to put her arm over her husband and guess who's in the bed with her. It's not her husband. And I, if I remember right, I think that's when the movie ends. That's why the part two is even... The part two is a lot creepier too. You know, you've never seen that one. That one I will give ten stars too. Also, what the fuck is that? Yeah, they're just she's just playing. Anyway, she's inside. Um. Anyway, they're out there. You just have to look. You know, a lot of this stuff. Uh, a lot of the books I read. See, right now, I mainly read horror, but I'm reading. Uh, Ready Player Two by Ernest Klein right now. The first one was a heck of a lot better book, and this has got two hundred or three hundred sixty-six pages in it. I'm on two hundred sixty-seven right now. I'm reading what most people would call horror. Oh, about prohibition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Shelley's reading a pro- book about pro- prohibition called Last Call. That could be considered horror. Definitely considered horror, but. Um, this Ready Player Two doesn't really start until about page 140. It, it kind of like reading a textbook to me. It, up to that point, it was kind of dragged a little bit, you know. Um, but it's picking up now. Uh, I've got less than 100 pages left, so. Um, and then I'm also reading a book by Craig Beck called Center of the Earth. I haven't really got into that one yet, but I will. And I've also started, I went to the library today and got some books on uh, Sherlock Holmes. If you've never read Sherlock, man, I'm telling you. And I'm not talking about that dumb Johnny, what, if, what was his name? Robert Downey Jr. movie. These books, well, those movies are good. I'm, what I'm saying, compared to the books, the books are a lot better. Um, did you know in Pretty in Pink... Johnny Depp's character was supposed to end up with Samantha and not the other guy. So you learn about a lot of useless trivia reading Ernest Klein's book. Huh? Not Johnny Depp, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was in uh, 16 Candles, but he ended up in, in this book, he ended up in Pretty in Pink. If you've read Ready Player Two, you know, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, it gets really convoluted, confusing. But Satan's Triangle. It's one hour and fourteen minutes and eight seconds long. And I'm seventeen minutes and twenty seven seconds into the movie and I had to stop and make a post because in life, very few good things come along that make you feel good and wonder about karma. You know, I've done nothing wrong in my life. And so, you just wait. You can go out, you can go outside and create your own karma or based on your hobbies and whatnot, like mine, 
everything comes around full circle. Okay? So this has come around full circle. I have now seen every movie that I've wanted to see again in my life at least twice. I have no other, you know. See, for me, if I watch a movie, I'll think about it five, ten years later and I'll go, well, let's see if it's on Amazon or let's see if I can buy it on, you know, eBay or something. And that's how I end up watching it again. But these movies that I've seen that I can't find or sticks in my craw, it stays with me. There's a remake that I'm dying to watch. Back in the eighties, they came out with a movie called She's the Man. Oh yeah. Now he's. Isn't that the cover where she's holding two football helmets over her boobs? That's not She's the Man? No, She's the Man is where there's a bet. Um, or is that the soccer movie? No, that's, that's the one where they have a bet to, to make Mamie Todd into a homecoming queen. And it's got um, Steve Brian from. We're talking about She's Man. Um, She's the Man remake. Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel. Paul, what's his name? Walker? Oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He made that, like, one of his first movies, I think. Um, Yeah, apparently they, well... Not apparently they remade She's a Man and that movie, you know, how can it not stick in your head when you're a kid? Or when you see it for the first time, you know? There's certain movies that they can remake. Saints Triangle or Peter Banshee's Island or Trilogy of Terror, no way. No way. Dario Gentos Sisfria, no. Jaws, no. Exorcist, no. But, or Star Wars, no. But, She's a Man, yes. I'm looking at the, the DVD cover right there. The spine of it right there, shall I? Um, they could remake the Transformers. They could remake Sicario. Uh, anything with Jason Statham in it can be remade. Mamma Mia, John Wick, um, The Avengers, whatever. Those kind of movies could be remade, you know, but... And, like, Pretty in Pink or uh, Sixteen Candles can never be remade. They can try, but it's never going to be the same without Molly in it. Well, here's the thing. Or, what's Molly, Molly, you know, now Molly's older, she probably could be the mother in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I need to find out if John Hughes, the director, is even still alive. Those movies. Breakfast, the Breakfast Club or Pretty Pink, um, 16 Candles and whatnot. 
But, like I said, things can be remade, won't be the same without Molly. But, I mean, look at the new Wonder Woman movies. You know? Who? Oh yeah, Molly Ringwald. Um, now what's that kid's name in the Kissing Booth movies? Um, she was in a movie called The Lie too. She was also in that movie called Wish Upon, Kelly. Um, but for Shelly, these people stick in her. You know, sometimes she can't remember the names of the people, but. She knows it when she sees the, t- the title of the movie or something, you know. But this girl was in Wish Upon. She was in um, the, Liar. the Lie. And then she was in um, Kissing Booth movies. Which I still haven't seen part three yet because I want to watch it with my Joey wife. King. Huh? Joey King. Joey King. She's a, she's a good actress. And I think she does better in horror than she does... Uh, kissing Booth, but I, I like the Kissing. I love Kissing Booth, but I like the Wish Upon movie a lot. And you know, um, she sticks out in my head. You know, she does. They might be able to remake those in a few years, but it'll never so be good um, as the original. So does Jacob Deloria. Jake, awesome also, but yeah. I was, I was Jacob Deloria. Huh? It's a lordy. A lordy. Oh, yeah, he played in a movie two where... Two hearts? Oh, my gosh. Two hearts? Oh. Just... Yeah. Just two hearts? In the movie, two hearts. Two hearts, yeah. Fall. He dies. That movie. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Hello? Oh, yeah, I should say spoiler alert before I say what happens to him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey... You want honesty, then you're listening to the right. Oh, see another movie they remade that's uh, just good, if not better, than the original was Star Trek. With those kids, um, and that one kid who died because his jeep killed him. Oh gosh! Um, he did that. He played that guy who could see ghosts and stuff. He dies. His girlfriend gets shot, and he doesn't uh, seem to realize it. Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin, yeah. Yes. Well, his movies are just amazing. Odd Thomas. He was a good... Odd Thomas, yeah. Odd Thomas is an amazing movie. Yeah. And it's probably one of the only... One, if not... Well, probably not the only, but... Uh, horror movies that ever made my wife cry. Because his girlfriend gets killed in a... Oh, spoiler alert. Um, <coughs> but see, they, you know, they, there's a lot they can remake. It might be better, it might be worse. It all depends on your point of view, okay? But trust me, I've seen enough horror movies. I've read enough horror novels. Uh, I've read like 300 in the past three years. Um, to know a little bit about what I'm talking about. You know, like Wonder Woman. The new one, the movies out far outweigh the TV series. 
I'm telling you. And then, like, um, uh, Charlie's Angels, the original TV show, was better than the movies. I think so. You know? Um, Well, Demi Moore in a movie just doesn't do it for me anymore. Yes, she was. She played the... What, what do you call an evil woman? A henchman or a henchtress? <laughs> I know. Um, see, like the Justin Timberlake movie called In Time. They can remake that. It won't be as good, but that's just my point of view, right? What about my super ex-girlfriend? That movie's forgetful, you know, until you see it again and you realize it's funny, you know. They'll never be able to remake Mrs. Doubtfire just because Robin killed himself. They'll never be able to make the Rocky movies, well, first two or three. Um, Anything after that is... um, And then the uh, Rambos. Eh... The last one kicked was the best one out of all of them, I think. Uh, the first one and the last one. I haven't seen, like, part 9 or 17 or whatever. Um, and I'm sitting here looking at, like, you can't, you cannot remake an animated movie, okay? They make The Lion King, so what do they do? They do Lion King one and a half. They do that just to sell DVDs, you know? They don't care. They put out a movie... They don't care if it's going to do any good, you know? And as far as any, like, anything like Adam Sandler movies, forget it. They'll never be remade. They're, they're, they're going to be forgetful. Um, and then the, Robin Williams did a movie called What Dreams May Come. I thought it was really good. A lot of people didn't. He dies, or his wife dies, or something, and his kids. So he ends up in hell trying to find her or something. Um... It's really, really, really good movie. It's made, it, it makes you think about what you have, why you have it in front of you, you know. Um, have you seen What Dreams May Come? No, I have not. I've right. You need to. And then Ice Cube, okay? Are we there yet or are we done yet? That's what they're called, right? Are we done yet? Are we there yet? We there oh, yet? my God. Are we there I, yet? Busted. I have the whole series. Are we there the yet? And another one's called Are We Done Yet? Yeah. Um, Are We Done Yet? It's when they have a kid. Yeah. Um, I, have, I haven't laughed so hard in a long time when I've seen those movies. He just outdoes himself. And then he's in that John Carpenter movie about uh, Ghosts of Mars, which I really liked, but a lot of people didn't. But, like I said, point of view, okay? Um, if you're a John Carpenter fan, then we can get along. If not, well, then you need to move on. Um, so many movies out there. I mean, I really liked, when I was a kid, movie with Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn. And, um, uh, I can't remember the names of the movies, but... Um, one where he played a, an idiot who 
gets kidnapped and forced to rob a bank and his ex-wife's married to the district attorney of California and how he ends up in her uh, what do they call those houses in the backyard of your home uh, it's not really a house it's more like a guest room guest house whatever it was funny as hell I love those kind of movies you know I mean to me they're like uh, Planned Parenthood with Steve Martin whatever that was called Parenthood um, and then that one with Michael Keaton where he uh, stay at home daddy or whatever daddy daycare was it daddy daycare oh my god you know just then like you say getting into Pity and Pink Breakfast Club movies like that but point of view again um and me and my wife really like this musical I like musicals you know I don't like all of them but this one called La La Land I really enjoyed you know I did I a lot of people didn't but just some people it, it depends on your taste in movies I guess but if I just sit down and write, I think I'll start tomorrow, if I remember. Uh, separate sheets of paper, horror movies I can remember, musicals I can remember I've seen, comedies I've seen, that I can remember seeing. Because uh, I've seen at least, when I did in St. George, Utah, I, I must have watched five or six movies a day, every day. Because I lived probably half a mile from this video store. And in case you don't know what that is, that's where you go and pay somebody else to give you a movie to watch for a couple of days to take back and get more movies. What's that? As long as you return it on time, you don't get overcharged. Um, mm-hmm. This video store was freaking huge, too, man. I, when I went in there, I started at the A's. I don't think I ever come out. The entire time I lived there, I don't think I ever ended up out of the A's. Um... But that man always had at least a hundred copies of whatever was new that just came out on DVD or Blu-ray. It was crazy. But do yourself a favor. Stick with Satan's Triangle, Trilogy of Terror, Hit Adventures the Island, and a movie called Miracle Mile. And if I ever find out the name of that movie with uh, Linda Blair, that's for a new show. So, this is Dallas and Shelly saying, stay scared.